Hey, BA fam, this episode is sponsored by State Farm. Are you a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. I wish you guys could see oh. Mandra right now. She is like, meanwhile, you like know. her video went off. I know. I will describe My video how she went looks. off? Well, for me, I don't know why. But don't worry about it. I'm sure the people somehow they'll okay. be able to see you. Okay, I still so. see me. Yeah, your video is still recording. Anyway, I remember what you look like. Um, Her curls are popping. She's got a nice little side part going. And her curls are giving life. There, it's giving luxury. It's giving moisture. It's giving definition. It's giving you yeah. wish you could but can't. And she's got a little light beat. I said, "Oh, okay, right?" Because you know, calling it right. That. So Mandy is like this, like Mandy's skin skin complexion is like vanilla with a little caramel undertone. And right now, it's really it's giving bronzer. It's giving, <laughs> even though it's winter, get into this like you know natural tan. <laughs> You're making um, me hot. Just stop talking about my face. Oh my god! Right, her lashes giving- are literally honestly. Her lashes are giving like girl. You know, like, you know how, like, I, I always feel so jealous whenever I see, like, little kids. I'm like, you don't even need all them lashes. It's giving that right now. Her lashes are Aww. everything. I'm like, Mandy, I'm like, where you going? You look really cute today. So, meanwhile, I'm giving you gray sweat, sh- sweat, um, shirt. I'm giving you, I didn't take a shower today just yet because it was such a busy day. But guess what? The melanin is still popping either way. So, <laughs> you know what? Melanin is like an instant concealer. It's an instant foundation. We wake up and the face is halfway there. That's what I feel. You know what I mean? Exactly. So I'm like, you know, I don't feel nothing about it. I could give Matt Mandy all her um props and be like, you know. But yeah, she looks really cute today. I was like, Mandy, what you doing today? Because you're doing something you know, looking like that. I just can't always rely on, you know, Zoom filters and the... Uh, <laughs> The other day, I really did you have we talked about this yet on Zoom? You can add a lip and a brow. No. Did you know this? Yes. <laughs> and it's it comes in so clutch when all you need is a little bit of something. Like you just no. roll out of bed and you don't want them to know. Yes, go into your it's kind of hidden, but you have to go into your find a filter or choose uh-huh. a background and then it's like studio filters. This is the pro tip. You can pick a lip, you can pick your brow, you can mm-hmm. do like even the opacity. You can go for like a full Kylie wow. Jenner. Or if you want more of like, you know, just something more natural, more of like a T- Tiffany Aliche right now, then you can go for like more of a translucent brow. It's everything. However, it froze the other day when I was drinking something. 
And I'm like, you could see my lips stuck to my glass. Oh, like, no. you know, <laughs> and I was like, maybe this isn't, you know, maybe I should get some actual makeup and try again. So yeah. uh, shouts out That's to Ulta Beauty at Target because I hit them up and it is a trap. <laughs> you will leave spending a lot of coins, but it was fun. No, that's funny. It's anyway. hilarious. I, I did not know. You know, it's, you know, it's getting real out here when Zoom is doing filters. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, it's it's pretty good. Just don't try and drink or put anything in front of your face. Just sit there and look pretty. That, okay. that, that's the ticket. <laughs> Duly noted. Well, I woke up kind of down today because I was reading up on the Travis Scott. Um, yeah. Did you hear what happened in uh, Astroworld? Isn't that? Yeah, that he... It just seems insane. Yeah. It seems tragic makes me sad my heart goes out to all the victims i just wanted to say that at the top of the show because it just seems like something that was so preventable Mm -hmm. um and it was supposed to be you know one of the first it feels like life is sort of every time i say life is coming back and then it's like we go backwards but Mm -hmm. yeah it just kind of felt like one of those moments um where things are sort of resuming to normalcy and it just it's awful that it ended in such tragedy they said some people literally have um uh, literally had heart attacks. So I'm just really curious as to like what all, you know, what all happened. Um, I know there's a lot of criticism because he kept playing and people were like, oh, we can't stop because we're recording. It's like, yeah, yeah but people are dying. For um, 40 minutes he so, kept playing. Yeah. No, so it's really sad because, I mean, you said that they were, they were, I, I just, I just saw a video of people kind of like screaming to stop and to, mm-hmm. to help. And, and I was on, t- I'm not, I don't, I'm not on TikTok a ton, but they were people basically have been posting times when artists have stopped the show, like because someone was going to be hurt. And they were like, they Adele has done it, Blink when they whatever, all these other artists. And they're like, why didn't he stop the show in order to make sure that you know people could be safe? So, yeah, well, I just anyone who was involved in that or loves music and just wanted to get back to normal. See, my heart just goes out to everybody and all the victims, especially. And we'll post a link. I think that there is like a there are some sites you can go to if you want to help any of the victims. So we'll try to include that in the show notes as well. But you said there was another, wait, what's going on with Zillow? Cause you mentioned something about Zillow and my, my little ears perked up. Yes. Yeah, so remember we talked about Zillow before and I was like, mm, I don't know how I feel about them getting into the real estate market. Cause they were buying up homes and selling it. So I, a friend of mine, her, that happened with her mother, like she said it was smooth, you know, but that she, mm-hmm had to quickly move and needed to sell her home. So she sold it via Zillow. And, you know, I don't know, she'll never know what the full market rate she could have gotten it from because how you know, is like, you know, multiple people make an offer, but she just allowed Zillow to make an offer. Um, So like a lot of real estate professionals, you know, were angry because they were like, oh, you know, you're crowding into our space and, and, you know, you're basically, you're buying homes for less. And also too, with your Zestimates where you get to say, hey, this is how much we think a home is worth. Isn't that like you're kind of, you have your hang, hand on both sides of the cookie jar. Like the home was worth this. Mm-hmm. We're selling it and buying it for this. So I don't know what happened as far as like legally, but um, last week sometimes Zillow made a decision that they were not going to be selling homes. So they're they're getting rid of their inventory. And as a result, they're actually letting go about 25% of their, of their staff. Um, so yeah, hundreds of homes like in Atlanta, Phoenix, Houston, um. Yeah, and, and almost two thirds of their homes were listed for less than what they paid. So there's about seven thousand homes, two point eight billion dollars. Um, 
you know, of, of homes that they're just like, you know what, you know, we're yeah. out of the home selling business and yeah, like I just- Are those homes on clearance? Are there any good ones? Yeah, they're saying, like they're saying that they, you know, that basically that, yeah, some of the homes are being sold for for less than what at least Zillow bought them for. Who knows if they're clearance, but they're selling for less than Zillow bought them for. So I'm just curious, mm. like I wonder if there was, you know, some sort of like governmental pressure, you know, did not seem as profitable as they thought. So I'm just really curious as to why. But um, yeah, so- I guess realtors, yeah. you can breathe easy that Zillow will not be, at least for now, like crowding in on the market and, and buying up homes and selling them. Yeah, I feel like the next time I'm ready to buy a home, who even knows what will be available? Girl. Um, but it feels like Zillow definitely has a huge chunk of at least consumers and customers, like how we are shopping for homes and where we're, where we're shopping and buying homes. So, mm-hmm. you know, I feel like monopolies like like the social media giants, you know, everyone's trying to break up these social media giants. I mean, maybe it's coming for these online realty com- realtor companies too, who are just kind of taking over everything. Yeah. So it's just kind of like, ooh. I'm all down that- for technology, but I don't know if I want to like to sell a whole house. Yeah. It's a, it's a lot. It's know. literally that. So I'm, I'm looking at it now a little bit. So the Zillow um, CEO basically said that it was costing them too much. The financial costs were too great. The company lost $380 million in the last quarter. From Zillow offers, that's what that's what that program was called. So you can't continue to lose like almost half a million dollars a quarter. Um, yeah, yeah. So I'm just curious. Like I said, they'll be selling off those homes. I'm curious to see. You know, I told a friend of mine who's looking for a home in Atlanta. How do you get on that list or learn more? Um, yeah, yeah. So they they're say blaming they, everything from. Go ahead. They say that they're looking to sell. They have seven thousand homes. They're looking to sell to both mm-hmm. individuals. And or investors. Mm-hmm. But yeah, where's that mailing list, like you said? Because <laughs> mm-hmm. for real, I'm like, hmm. yeah. especially if you're selling it under. They're basically looking to cut cut their losses. Liquidate. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. What else is going on? We finally got the infrastructure bill passed. One trillion dollar infrastructure bill. Mm. Um, honestly, I'm... <laughs> It's my my biggest grief is always going to be well not always but one of the biggest things is um is I I wish that they had been able to get the paid parental leave in there like they wanted to mm. um what did what what did we end up with four weeks at the end of it um, I think so not if anything so I don't know it just feels like it feels like everybody wants a society where everyone first of all we have you need to income earners often to like be able to even. Like in order to have a household where each person just has one job and, you know, um, they are bringing in a decent enough income to like pay for the cost of childcare and housing, these incredibly expensive costs to cost today. So they're calling the plan the Build Back Better bill. Um, and basically, yeah, they were we were they were pushing for a 12 week paid leave that got knocked down to just four weeks, which I guess is something. Um, I mean, it's like two grand a month. For basic, basic daycare, mm-hmm. especially where we live, uh, where I live in New York. And I was having lunch with a girlfriend the other day and she's pregnant with her second and her son is Rio's age too. So that means like the math is you're going to have two children in daycare unless mm-hmm. you decide what to quit and work and just be a stay at home you know, parent, mm-hmm. which you can't afford to do because you have housing expenses, whether you rent or you have a mortgage, everything is expensive. And she's like, 
we're going to make it work. You know, it's, <laughs> it's one of those, things. it's a, mm -hmm. it's a human and there it's on the way. And it's, you know, and it just, it also gets into, you know, our right to choose our own family planning. And you have, of course you have um, anti-abortion um, like that is going to be reaching the Supreme court. Again, there's a case out there and there will be more. And it's like, so you don't want us to decide, you know, our own, our own, you know, how many children we want and when we don't want to have children anymore. So you don't, you want to control our bodies, but when it comes to having the children and making sure that they have a good quality of life, that they're educated mm -hmm. and that we're able to work to live and survive, you don't want to give us that kind of support. So, um, and mm -hmm. I know progressives, especially there were like six progressives, um, who didn't vote in favor of the bill, which I understand their point because it didn't go far enough. It could have been way more, um, supportive of working families and all of that. 2024 is going to be a very interesting election and I'm scared. Mm. Like if Democrats I, don't start delivering, I'm scared that they're not, not going to get the support. Yeah, I agree. You know, one thing that was that like odd in the bill, not odd, but I was like, what is this? I saw that there's $1 billion um, set aside in the bill to reconnect communities, mainly disproportionately black neighborhoods. I'm, I'm reading from CNN um, mm -hmm. com. And I'm like, wow. I mean, I, I'd always, I'd, I'd heard that, like, for example, in Detroit, that there would be these, like, you know, thriving black neighborhoods and they would divide them with the highway, destroying, you know, this like mm -hmm. economic hub in a black neighborhood. And so, yeah, I guess I'm, I'm, con and I'm, con I'm really just like uh, curious about what does it look like? It said it's going to fund planning, design, and demolish and reconstruct the street grids, parks, or other infrastructure. So I'm just like, oh, so you acknowledge that highways were put up to destroy the economic prosperity in black neighborhoods. Gotcha. Yeah. So we'll, we shall see. That's something that I thought was interesting. I'm like, well, what does that look like actually rolled out? Um, but to your point, I'm not going to lie. I'm not feeling, I've kind of like resigned myself that like, you know, when the next presidential elections come up, I don't know, because, you know, like where's, we, we said that student loan, um, you know, there was going to be some student loan relief. I ain't saying it. You know, mm -hmm. some of the policies that were put in place for immigrants, or not immigrants, for um, uh, in Mexico, um, for folks that have been trying to come here. Some of those policies, some of those inhumane policies have maintained. I was reading an article that these immigration lawyers were basically like, I'm not going to um, continue to participate um, in, you know, current policies because they're they're cruel. And I just was like, you know, some of these policies were put in place with the last administration and they've been kept in place. So, yeah. and we all see what happened to Haitians, you know, that were, that were here or trying to get here and how mm -hmm. literally they were being whipped as if it was 1772, like with men on horses, whipping them as if they're not human beings. This happened under this current administration. So, um, you know. Yeah, I'm I'm not hopeful, and because here, and what's to be hopeful for? To hopeful for more of this? Quite honestly, mm -hmm. I'm like, it's looking just like where we were before. Like, what's the real difference? It's just that what the news is more salacious. So, I don't know. Yeah. Democrats, honestly, it just it's not looking good, but it's not looking good currently either. So, right, and people are not gonna they're not they won't really change things in the way that we want them to progressives do i'm assuming you're progressive but you know progressives do unless we make noise and unless we are out there just as vocally as we were before and i think a lot of us were just worn and tired from 2020 and i'm i will raise my hand and be like you know i wasn't as active um of course i voted in this past election and all of that uh, just last week or two weeks it was it last week i forget now um and and all that is really important but i do feel like we all just took a much needed breather and just like mm -hmm. okay let's Woosah, 
And I think we deserve that, but let's, let's get back to it and let's start making noise again, because there's a couple more years and yeah. it's not just enough to elect Democrats anymore. It's about yeah. electing, it's about electing officials who are actually going to put forward changes that impact those of us who rarely get the attention, you know what I mean? So back on it, yeah. election season, always, always. Okay. Any other news we can use when it comes to money, career, business, anything, anything new in business? How are you doing? We haven't had a bit. We need to have the business check-in. The with business check-in every yes. week. We just had an update last week. No, no, not every week, but just like, no, I feel like we didn't have a check-in <laughs> check-in. Like, how are you overall? How are you feeling? How are you? Yeah. I'm making money. I'm doing well. I am. I, yeah, I, I'm still doing I did. I've done three career coaching sessions today. I'm up to like 55. So those are still okay. going really well. But my my income streams have been consistent ish. I mean, I, okay. I it is the kind I am getting used to the checks don't always come at the exact same time. Mm -hmm. But the biggest thing and I've gotten this question so many times um, since I went solo was how much do you need to save before you break out into your own. And I don't think there's any right answer. But what I will say in my personal experience, my husband and I had a year's worth of income set aside cash, which we were just in the middle of deciding, you know, we should probably just put half, we probably have way too much set aside, we need to just put half of this in the market and all of that. Mm -hmm. But it takes it really has taken the pressure off of me. So I don't feel that anxiety. Mm -hmm. And I don't feel that sense of if I don't make, you know, if I don't get this gig, or if I don't make this or that, that um, I, we're not going to be able to make their mortgage payment on time. So we have been living off of those savings, while I'm still bringing in that income. Uh, so that has been really good. And I think if you're in the position, and you want to have that freedom fund, like I always talk about our freedom fund has really been freedom for me, like freedom mm. to not be anxious. Any any but major challenges that you're like, Oh, I did not see this coming. <laughs> Um, my own brain, like, <laughs> I mean, my own brain in the sense that the, the, the challenge has been time and the challenge has been deciding what to do first and learning to focus. And that's always been my, that's been my constant, that's the constant day to day. I don't know if that's mm -hmm. like specific enough, but it's always, okay, I'm sitting down today and what am I going to accomplish and what needs to get done and where can my impact be the mm. greatest? And I still, I still, I do have an admin, but I still find myself um, doing things myself. And we didn't even mention we have a new website. Uh, I just thought about that because right. we have a new brandambition.com, uh, brandambitionpodcast.com. It's, so it's really cute. But Shirley, our designer, who's also, we, we, we have a, she has a young, uh, she has two young children and she and I were just like commiserating about how we are both in this. We need to stop doing this Shirley, where we, we tell someone we want something done. And then if it's not done, you know, immediately or enough time goes by, then you're like, I'm just doing myself. You yeah. know what I mean? It's not good. And I was like, surely we mm -hmm. can't do that. And so that's, that's something that I'm working on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, honestly, that's a long, that's a life, lifelong uh, um, entrepreneur battle. I certainly suffer from that because I'll be like, oh, I'll just, and I'm like, but I'm learning also too. What I, what I do know that is when I trust that someone's going to get it done right, I'm, I'm less likely to do that. So sometimes it also is a reminder of like, is this person mm -hmm. in, actually in the right position? So that's like really yeah. helpful. You know, like I've really got a great admin now. Shout out to you, Rose slash Michelle. Um, <laughs> Forever the OG Michelle. Now. I know. <laughs> and so, but yeah, so, but she's excellent. So I find myself less like going into doing things because I know Rose is going to manage it and handle it. Um, mm -hmm. And so, no, that's, 
that's always going to be a challenge. Uh, for me, we have just a, like, um, it's just a, we are going through like a, a unique kind of like transition where I'm really getting clear about the deliverability, like what does the the budget needs to deliver and what does deliver to your academy deliver? Because before they were like Siamese twins. And then like right now they're sisters slash cousins. And so we're really pulling them apart to be like besties where they help each other, but there's two distinctly separate companies. So that mm -hmm. that's, you know, there's, there's challenges as it relates to that. Like, so wait, what does budget needs to do? So I've gotten really clear, which is helpful. Like I see Budgetista as really like, at least for now, it's core deliverable. It's a content company. It pushes out content, content via books, via the blog. I've got this other new content project we're working out that like, but when I look at all the things, the Budgetista delivers content and then monetizes that content. And then when I look at Literature Academy, it's a little trickier because I'm like, what is it in the business of? But when I really look at its core, Literature Academy is like a customer a customer service company. It sounds weird, but if you've ever read um, Zappos's, um, his, the CEO, he passed away last year or, or earlier this year, Tony um, mm, Shea, rest Shea. in peace. Mm -hmm. yeah. He was like that Zappos, although Zappos was a, his book is called Delivering Happiness. I encourage you to read it, an excellent book. That, But he talked about how Zappos sells shoes, but really their main job is to delight the customer. And that's what the academy does like we have amazing customer support even when people cancel like we make them feel so good 30 percent of our people come back after canceling that's how good our customer support is but also too we're i'm redeveloping the the literature academy is more so like an amazing library now where you can kind of like pick a course off the shelf and what we're realizing is that in conjunction to the library that really what people need is they actually need a syllabus to say, okay, here are, so we're doing this 12 step, the Literature Academy's core deliverable to delight the customers, this 12 step program where it's like, here are the 12 steps you need to live a richer life. And then the um, the library is still there, but it's more like, um, um, what are those things called? Electives, you know, like you can still yeah. access the, you know, because we've found that people are not as autonomous as they pretend to be. They're like, yeah, girl, I'm fine. They're no. like, actually, they're like, hey, tell me what to do, what to do. Analysis paralysis. Yeah, I'm an LRA. I'm a card carrying member of the LRA. Yes, the, not not that one. The Tiffany's LRA, <laughs> and <laughs> and it 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 is. It's like even when I go to Netflix. Yep. You know, it's too many options. Yep. You know what I mean? Sorry, we realized and that. We a lazy. We're a lazy human species. No, no, it's okay because I realized I was like, you know what, Tiffany? Because I, I realized there are some people who like that, but I'm realizing that I were not. I was not adhering to the other type of learner, and so I'm excited because because of writing Get Good with Money. Oh, this is our 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 blog, our 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 um surely po uh, push getgoodwithmoney.com, New York Times bestseller, right? So yeah. Get Good with Money showed me. These are the 10 components. And then there's a pre-component and a post-component. The pre-component is mindset. The post-component to me is philanthropy and giving. So it's 12 steps. So it's really like the get good with money, financial wholeness steps with these two steps, but really walking you through having one teacher teach each of the components. Like obviously I'm teaching the budgeting component, but someone else is teaching another component. So I'm excited about that because we're going to really lean into, I call it, I call it the Peloton model where it's like, you know, we make the teachers superstars. 
You know, like we use them in advertisements. And, and so I'm excited because that shift ah, is happening. Yeah. Do you see cool. what I mean? So, because yeah. the truth is for the academy, I don't want to be the face, you know, although, although I'm not the face inside the academy, I'm still the external face. And I'm like, I want to share that responsibility. And the truth is what it's double fold because I, one, get to take a step back, but also two, I get to push people forward. I get to say, here's this person. Aren't they amazing? Because we spend seven figures annually on ads. So here are people in the financial space that normally would not have the exposure. I mean, I, we're not paying because we're paying. We're paying the actual, and we're paying well, the actual instructors. But we also are now able to use our big budget to push you forward and say they're amazing. Mm -hmm. We're specifically looking for people who have their own businesses because we want you to, yes, teach this one class, but we really want people to dive deeper within with you outside of us. So it's an exciting time, but it's also a lot of like shifting and transitioning and the back end, yeah. you know, there's a, you know, there's the back end component of like the financial back end of like pulling companies apart. So, but like, it's, it's, a, it's really challenging, but I really believe that if we do this, our five year trajectory, like we will finally be able to, uh, to me, we should be done with the full transition by the end of 2022, that 2023, we should be able to rocket ship to the next level. Like my aim is to be able to help. I think right now we currently have, I don't know, maybe 30,000 students in the academy. And my aim is in five years to have a consistent 100,000 students in the academy and to be $50 million a year for the academy. And it's very doable with this shift. So it's exciting. And I'll keep you guys abreast and updated. <laughs> that sounds when you said Peloton, it clicked for me. Yeah, yes, I think that, right? that sounds because a lot of people, including myself, you know, I choose classes based on who's teaching it. What's their style? Yeah, isn't that what personal finance? That's why it's so great that we have all these different yep. voices in the personal finance space because you can kind of choose the voice that that is that you're going to learn from. Mm -hmm. um, that sounds awesome. I'm I'm excited. I can't. Don't worry, I'm going to tap into you soon, Mandra. Yeah, let me know if you need a, cl a class on quitting because I'm really, really good with that. <laughs> no, no, for real, because Best I want to have ever. like, we want to take like our 12 steps, but then we also want to have like these shorter courses that we pay instructors to teach because you're right. I want to, I do want a class on quitting, like, you mm -hmm. know, how to quit and still make more. So that way people can be like, oh my God, that was so great. So yeah, like I said, it's exciting, but it's just like, uh, I'm, I'll tell you one thing, running a business is not for the faint of heart. Cause just when you think that you've like fixed something, there's another thing. And so it it's not the actual doing that's sometimes really challenging. It's the feeling, you know? So mm -hmm. I'm really like, I'm reading right now, um, um, dare to lead. Is it dare to lead by Brene Brown? Oh yeah. That's a good um, one. Yeah. Yes. Because I'm trying to manage the emotional component of leadership. So that way it doesn't take a toll because it can be really overwhelming when you're like, oh, I didn't do that right. I should have said that better. Did I hurt that person's feelings? You know, like uh, that part, because I'm a true empath. And so I'm trying to learn how do I navigate from a healthy space and to give myself the grace to say, you are going to make mistakes, but how, what do you do to fix those mistakes and pivot in a way, you know, that is healthy for you, but also healthy for the team. And so yeah, that's the part that I struggle with because I struggle with not having knee-jerk reactions when I feel like I messed up to try to fix it quickly. To be like, Tiffany, space and grace. You know, you have your coaches. What should next steps be? Let's not overwhelm yourself or make yourself feel like you're this terrible person because maybe you made a mistake. And so that's what I'm struggling with now. Are you still using the business coach, Zion? 
Is he still in the mm-hmm. picture? Mm-hmm. Okay, we're yeah. month to I month think- now. Month to month, yeah. I, I mean, how how important has that role been for you? It like his his counsel, like going having that relationship. Obviously, it's been working out because you, you know, yeah, transformative. I tell people all the time that like it that now. I I never really believed in coaching before. I'm not gonna lie. I was like, mm, sounds scammy, but. The right coach isn't because remember Dr. Green, who was amazing. And when I tell you lasting change with Dr. Green, I am able to apologize more quickly now because of Dr. Green, I am able to have the more difficult conversations without the anxiety. Well, it's still the anxiety, but it's, it's a, it's an anxiety that is relative to the conversation being had. Like I would have a hundred percent anxiety for a 10% um, um, interaction. So it was like Mm -hmm. not. You know, so now it's reasonable. It's like, well, I'm a little nervous, but I'm not like crying and hysterical. And it's like, girl, like, you know, so that's been helpful. But then with Zion, he's really helped me to take a step back to see like, what is my role as a leader? Um, so stand, like Zion has really taught me to stand in my power because I gave, and I still do too much, but I gave a lot of my power away. And he was like, you know, your owner and CEO, you can make the definitive choice here. And so mm-hmm. I, I I didn't really believe that before. Um, he's like, I love that you have a democracy, but ultimately, if you think this is the right way to go, you can own it and move forward. So with Zion, I've learned so much of that. But also, too, a really good coach should not just be giving you like this great coaching advice. What else he's also good at is that he's got a huge network. So I can say to him, hey, Zion, I need someone who's going to help us with SEO. And he was like, oh, I know the guy who did SEO for DR, our, un, our unfave, you know, but, you know, we know this is someone who I know had, was successful and able to push that, that person's platform forward. I mean, where would you get that? And so uh, to me, a really good coach also is connected. And so there are a lot of people that I pull from Zion, like we need this, we need this. And I might not have connections in that space. And he's pulled them into, into my, into my ecosystem. So yeah, it's been great. So it, like, I think this is our last official month and we're just going to be kind of like going month to month and then for just a few months. And then I think I would love to do like a quarterly kind of like check-in, you know, as needed, yeah. but yeah. Yeah. I think that's really good. I I'm, I've been thinking about a business coach too, just keeping my eyes and ears open. Yeah. I have another friend. Well, you know, Berna, you were just on Berna's new podcast. Yes, I love yeah. her. Loves her business coach too. And I'm like, Okay, even just having a sounding board, especially as yes. a solopreneur, is just me and you know Molly sometimes um, to talk to. That's my dog, so <laughs> it's nice. And I have my therapist, right? And I have a really good friend who helps me. And she, her 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 background is in PR and communication, so she's mm-hmm. good to bounce ideas off from there. Or just I'm like, I did this segment. How did I sound? And I don't have like a business coach, like a business counselor. And part of me is thinking, all right, time to assemble, you know, continue my Avengers list Mm -hmm. and um, potentially add a business coach to the, to the bench. That can be really helpful. Honestly, if you find, you know, see how good it's been for you. Yeah. Honestly, it it, it can just, I can afford Zion though. No, I would say Zion to me would not make sense for anyone who you should be making multiple six figures, seven figures a year. To, mm. to, to, to make for Zion to make sense, quite honestly, because of the expense, because yeah. like Zion is about him and his team are about $35,000 a month. So it doesn't make sense if you're making a million dollars a year, that's like half your money. So you wouldn't be big to me. It would that's make that's what I make in a month. That's all of my money for one month. <laughs> that wouldn't make any sense. Um, all yeah, right. So I am going to think about that and I'll update you. All right. We'll keep asking me how it's going. Cause I feel like 
I'll just try to be honest every time. I like, have you seen the new, uh, the new series of Insecure, the new, the last season yet? No, but I mean, I watched one episode because I went with, um, I hung out with Yvonne when she was in New York and she's yeah. like, come to this, like, you know, episode premiere or whatever. And I did. And was it the first episode? I think it was the second. Oh, okay. Cause in the first episode, it's so funny because Issa, Issa D, the character, she's at, they're at Stanford for their reunion mm-hmm. and she's on a panel and she's, it's like, you know, how did you know it was the right business choice for you to become an entrepreneur? And she's like, you know what? I don't know. Every day I wake up and I'm not sure I could wake up tomorrow and decided yeah. I wasted my time. And I was like, and of course there were, you could, you could hear a pin drop because it was just an awkward, yes. it wasn't like the, Ooh, make everybody inspired kind of answer, Yeah, but it was the real, real. So that really hit me. And I'll just try and keep it real with you guys at all times. Cause maybe yeah. some days I'm not feeling it, but so far so good. Yeah. And also, too, I think it'd be good. We don't have to do this now, but we should break down. I think I always like to know, you don't have to say what, how much, but like here are my revenue streams. Because I don't think people know like, oh, I can make money with affiliate links. I can make money. So I think it would be great for us to have like just like a business chat where we're just like, here are the revenue streams. Like, Because there are so many things I didn't know. Like, wait, you could do that? That's really smart. You know, so, you know, so um, yeah. yeah, I think that like having like a, a business show chat, would y'all like that? Let us know. Tweet us. Hit us up on Insta. If you love for us, me and Mandy to literally just have like one show where we just talk business and then we can even answer our business questions that week for um, the BAQA. Uh, all right. Well, I think it's time for Brown Boost or Break. Hey, BA fam, this episode is sponsored by State Farm. Are you a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Hey, BA fam, our fellow entrepreneurs and creatives, this message is sponsored by Squarespace. It is the ultimate toolkit for crafting your online presence. With Squarespace, it's really about more than just building a website. It's about shaping your online identity and making your mark. So say goodbye to checkout headaches with Squarespace's flexible payment options. From credit cards to Apple Pay, they've got you covered. And if you live in an eligible country, they offer buy now, pay later options with afterpay and clear pay, which means that your customers have even more ways to purchase your products. So head over to squarespace.com and kickstart your journey with a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, don't forget to use our link squarespace.com slash brown ambition to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Just visit squarespace.com slash brown ambition to get your discount today. Remember your online success story begins with Squarespace. So what are you waiting for? Let's build something extraordinary together. And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. All right, BA fam, you know, we work hard and we play hard. But when it comes to investing and having your money in the market, you want your money to be working for you. That's exactly what the Betterment automated investment and savings app can help it do. Keeps your money out there working hard and kicking you know what, 
I love Betterment because it makes it easy for even a beginning investor to figure out how to put their money in the market and set it and forget it and be at peace with that because you know Betterment has got you covered with their automated investment and savings app. Their technology is going to give you advanced tools that are built to help you maximize those returns. All you got to do is visit Betterment.com to get started. Learn more about high yield cash accounts at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk. Performance not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank. Now it's time for a booster break or booster break or booster break. Are you going to boost? Are you going to break? Which one? Mandy, are you going to take? You going to boost or break? I'm going to boost because I just got a text from a friend of mine. He loves like I do. Miss Vi- Lady Viola Davis, and he's like, "Look okay. at this article. There's there's images of Viola Davis, and I forgot she was playing Michelle Obama in this. She music. is, yes, yes, and okay. she looks just like her. I wasn't sure. I'm like, wow, you know, they can't look exactly like her, but um, she looks just like her in this picture. And it's going to be it's a new show on Showtime called First Lady. And mm. yes, I don't think it's all about Michelle, which is unfortunate. But oh, look, there's Malia and Sasha. Oh. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, so I'm gonna check that out for sure. Yeah, I'm like, let me for those of us look. who get our who get our knowledge from watching too much TV, like I do. Tiffany's on her book life, but I <laughs> watch a lot of TV these days. But I'm excited about that. No, okay. Um, I am going to. Um, I'm gonna boosty breaky. So I'm gonna boosty breaky for. I get asked like a lot of times to like join like kind of like masterminds and I don't know there's one that I'm like a part of now that I'm like I because what I one of the things I wanted to do was I find that I work like in this little hole of mine and I just was like it would be nice to connect with other people in business so I can know what I'm doing right or wrong and it's hard to find a great kind of like group that's not wasting my time Mm-hmm. So there are a couple that I'm in that I'm like, why am I here? I have so much work to do. We are just talking in circles, you know? Yeah. And I'm just like, and then I'm in, I'm in a couple where I'm like, okay, this seems like this actually could be really helpful and useful. So like, I like, you know, I want to kind of boosty breaky, like a uh, uh, masterminds. Cause when they're really great, it does feel like, like I have one that I think I'm going to join that it's, it's like three days. It's going to be in Mexico in the new year to kind of start the new year off right with, with, with like six other amazing women. So I'm hoping that this will be great because I really would love to connect and, and see like, you know, what are some ways to expand? Plus I, you know, I'd love some new friends too, like in business. Um, but then, you know, there are some that I'm like slowly but surely, like you ever see the, um, the Homer meme where he's like slipping into the hedge, like, (laughs) (laughs) yes. So I feel like that's what I'm doing because I'm like, after meeting number four, you're like, wait, are we still talking about, you know, yeah. like what our name should be? What's going on at off time? So, um, yeah, just being mindful, like, you know, like I'm just trying to be mindful when it's when to spend my time because, you know, I just have just, just now more than ever, my plate is extra full. Like, just so yeah. you guys, I think I can share this because I didn't sign an NDA, not to. I, you know, you guys know already that I signed my contract with a production company. 
you know, that I was really adamant that I had to get not just front end, which is talent fee, but also back end. Um, back end is like, you know, should your show ever go into syndication? Should your show, I mean, that's, I'm talking about your shows on like, you know, a network television or should your show ever be like, for example, uh, Tyra Banks had, um, uh, top model and they had top model Ukraine. So if that ever happens and you get a piece of that as well, you know, um, yeah. but also too, there's merch. Like I was like, picture my face being on merch and Tiff don't get a cut. Sorry, it's not happening. So I held out because I've been courted, if you will, by a bunch of production companies. But most of them were like, no, girl, you ain't nobody. You can't get no back end. I'm like, well, obviously I'm somebody because you're here, yeah. you know? Um, and so, yeah, I was like, mm, no, I want that. Like I, you know, I, I want that back end. So I found a production company that's great, reputable. And they were like, yes. Yeah. So we got to a good number that you know, I think is good. And now they pitched. So they came to my house a couple of months ago. We created a reel. They pitched to like four different outlets and no, six outlets. And four of them are like, we're interested. Let's have a chat with Tiffany. I don't know if I can say the outlet. So I'm just going to keep it low key because I don't know, you know, I don't get in trouble because I'll tell you. Like, tell me it wasn't working out, but it sounds like, okay, you did find the production company that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I found a really good production okay. company. I like them, you know, like they, they listen, they, you know, great personalities like, you know, sign the contract with them. Now they pitched my reel. So I've been here before where I've signed with a production company when I first started. And then we've created a reel and it's been pitched and everyone's like, I don't care. Go back home, <laughs> Tiffany. So this time of the of the six people that they pitched so far, four are like, hmm, we like Tiffany. There was one that actually said no, that I was shocked. I'm like, really? Are you salty? Because they approached me separately. I said, oh, you saying no? Okay. Cause you know, I was like, cause they were like, yeah, we pitched you the executives there. They knew you. And they were like, I'm like, I know because they asked me to do a show for them. So I don't know if they were like, Oh, she signed with y'all now either way. Um, and then one, I'll tell you one of them that said no. Cause I feel like it wouldn't be a big deal. They pitched me to Magnolia, you know, um, Chip Wait, and Joanna. Chip and Games. Joanna? Yeah. So they declined. Okay. Cause I don't know that I'd be a fit there. I mean, I don't know. Like I, I have not watched Magnolia, but that was one of them. Um, and then another one, I don't want to say just in case, you know, like since now that I call them a hater verbally, I might, <laughs> I don't wanna, you don't I have to tell us. It's okay. <laughs> um, so yeah. So the other four, like I said, we're moving forward. We've, I've already had one chat. I have one tomorrow or the day after tomorrow. And so I'm just excited about like, you know, what that might be. Like literally you might see like, it's very likely that I will have a show. It probably wouldn't air anytime until 2023. But can you imagine like me having like a show show? Um, yes. I, pref you know, yeah. So we'll yes. see. Like where's, you see like, yeah, I can see it. <laughs> yes. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, but that's just, it would just be really crazy. So I'm excited to see like what it all rolls out into being. Um, yeah. That's like the update about that. And I just. I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I feel a little nervous about having a show just because I feel a little overwhelmed in some places now. So I'm just like, well, how does that work? So I'm putting things in place in my businesses so I mm -hmm. can take a step back. If you guys have not read the book, Built to Sell, please do. I'm in fact, let me get it. It's right here. Where's oh your Mindy, Just put a Google. I feel like you need to create a I Google know. Doc with the list of the books because every episode you tell us like four different books to read. I know. And who has because time, honestly, but, but we need some links. <laughs> no, but for real, Built to Sell by John Warrilo. It And honestly, Mandy, you should read it too. Anybody who's in business, especially if you're just starting, it's not just about are you building a business to sell? 
It's also about how should you, what structure should you create in your business so it doesn't lean so heavily on you personally. That's what I love about it. So it doesn't just teach you like, oh, your business is ready to sell. No, you quickly realize like, oh, reading this book lets me know like now my business doesn't need me for everything. I'm not the rooter and the tutor, you know, for the business like that. Like, <laughs> and so it's just a real, I, I tell all of my like, you know, full grown entrepreneurs. I've never heard that before. I'm sorry. <laughs> the <rooter and> the tutor. <laughs> like all my full grown entrepreneurs, all my newbie entrepreneurs, everyone needs to rebuild to sell. It's just a really great book. It's, it's, it's written like a story about a business. The guy goes to see his, his mentor, his mentor walks him through being prepared to sell. And at the end he has to decide, well, dang, the business doesn't need me as much as actually I have more time for my family and my kids. Do I even want to sell it? So that's like kind of like what happens at the end. But, um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm setting myself up in that way because there's no way that I can be, you know, taping for three months and be and and mm-hmm. with the same schedule that I have now. Cause it's just not going to be, so I have to put some things in place. Um, but yeah, I know that was a long, yeah. like boosty breaky, but I say all that to say, I don't have time for all these random masterminds, like either make it, make it make sense or don't. It sounds like <laughs> you don't need a mastermind. It sounds like you just, you know, I, you I do. Doing. No, I mean, that's I one think... thing it's uh, yes. I not to cut you off, but yeah. it's like, I see, I get it. Like you want more friends and you want more voices and more friends and like yeah. to connect with people at a different level. But at the same time, sometimes well, you've clearly done this, but it's like sometimes knowing when to just trust your gut and that you know yeah. enough and like, you know, just kind of do things on your own. Yeah. I know. Um, Cause I guess I'm just, since I'm like, I feel like I just be living in such a hole. I'm like, I'd be looking up like the, like the, like, you know, what is it? Is it the groundhog that sees its shadow? Is that the groundhog? No. What is the thing that sees its shadow? Is it a groundhog? groundhog. Yes. Yeah. Right. Sometimes I just feel like that. Like I lift up and I'm like, what's going on outside? <laughs> you know? So it's nice to have like a, you know, not even that I'm wanting people to tell me what to do, but just nice to get a gauge of like what's happening in the business world. And sometimes not even feeling so alone when you're just like, am I bugging or should this be happening when it comes to the content team? Or am I bugging or should my accountant should have told me that, you know, like, so sometimes it's just nice to also too, it's just nice to commiserate like, uh, like I didn't sleep till, you know, midnight last night or you know, like, uh, you know, I don't think social media is as important as it, as people make it out to be or whatever that is. So I guess that's what I'm looking for more. So camaraderie, not like that people are going to tell me like, you know, what they did. It's just more so normalizing this process of entrepreneurship because it, it can be really lonely. So I'm just like, you know, plus I like pouring into people when I learn the thing, I'm like, well, I don't want to keep it to myself. You know, it'd be nice to be like, and then Mandy, I did this, do this, call this person, go there, you know? (laughs) So yeah, I hear you. Well, All right. I'm excited for you in Mexico, though. I wish I could go to. I know. I'm like, I'm gonna see. I'm gonna look at that budget. It's not cheap. <laughs> I just I'm my sure. <laughs> I think you'll be fine. <laughs> All right. Well, again, a collective boost for Brown Ambition Podcast, the yes. new new BrownAmbitionPodcast.com. Go check it out. You can listen to full episodes there. You can send us questions through the website. It's beautiful. Thank you so much to Shirley, um, to Shirley T Designs, who is, a, I mean, a wonderful designer and badass. And she's so busy. She is booked and busy, y'all. But yes. I will post a link to her website. She And what I love about her is she works specifically with podcasters, pe- women of color, but especially black and brown podcasters. She's done Yokato Dinero's website. She did Journey to Launch's website. She is out here. So definitely send her some love and thank you, yes. Shirley, for an awesome, awesome job. 
I was like, oh, I love it. We look so cute. I was like, look at us. It's all poppy. I was like, I love it. You guys are going to love it. Yes. All right. Okay. Until Friday, check out the AQ&A. The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen.